Hey, I'm recording another one. Look at that. Two um two podcasts on the same day. That's a rare occasion. Uh I better just get some water. And I did get some water in this millisecond that you waited that you didn't even know that you the wait that you waited. It's crazy. Okay. I'm looking at the wall of albums that I've spoken about and there are quite a quite a lot of stuff already. It's uh and uh it, it, the, the last episode lift my spirit and so i decided to continue doing this uh, with one more because i always get curious about what's what's gonna happen and 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 it's cool it's a cool thing and i probably have a bunch of records that i that i fell in love recently as well that i need to update i probably should have a check i've i've been loving uh floating points i've been loving rival consoles uh, fred again doesn't live my life it's all the time that i listen to it it's, it's absurd and I've been loving John Hopkins, a bunch of like uh, electronic album, electronic uh, music albums. Uh, John Hopkins, I, I even talked about it. I, I talked about Immunity in like one very early episode that I can see from, from here. And I've been loving um, Singularity. Singularity, I think it's even better than Immunity. It's so good. It's very, very good. And what else? What else? Fuck. Oh, mam uh, Mamo Hands. Mamo Hands? Mamo. Um, Mamo Hands can, um, can, they can be congratulated by their last album for their last album because it's a fucking amazing piece of work. Great, great stuff. Really great stuff. I've seen Bon Iver live. I've seen Sigur live. I've seen Oliver Tree live. I've seen uh, Jordan Peterson live, which, you know, it's cool in and of itself. Uh, I've, I've I've done some stuff, you know. I've I've seen some shows, and I uh, what else did I see live? Uh, it was it was basically cigars out of the tree, and yeah, it, that was it. And pretty cool. I'm living pretty uh, a pretty cool life. I I love my life. Yeah, thank you very much. Let's go then to the forty fifth episode of this podcast, and I'm speaking with my podcast voice because I know that I have one, and I tend to use them more. Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's see what's in store for us. What's in store for us? 298, it's the number of the game. Let's drink water. You drink water with me. You don't leave, okay? So, 298. 298. Oh, Wire, Wire, Pink Flag, 1977. So, exactly 10 years after the last album, we have the next album, which is very interesting, very cool to see what exactly... Uh, let me stop the podcast of voice, seriously. No, it's okay. We'll continue with the voice. No. Um, it's interesting to see after ten years what the music, um, the music panor, like the the music environment became. Um, Pink Flag by Wire. It's probably one of the best, like straight up punk albums, and one of the most influential punk albums there. Uh, there is. Uh, I know that you can obviously say 
the Ramones was very influent, uh, influential, and never mind the bollocks. And television, to the extent that it can be, I I think that's true ahead of its time to say it's influential, but it still was uh, to 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 a lot of degrees that particular record. The first Talking Heads, obviously very influential to the college indie rock sort of thing that happened in the mid '80s, but this particular one influenced the particular breed of punk and a particular breed of punk and what punk would eventually become. Because punk as punk kind of faded by 79, 78, 79. It was a very short-lived movement and periods, periods, say that i mean i don't know uh the the the, the first clash album will all oh, clash of course can be listed towards the you know influential albums and all that i think london calling can be can be can 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 be pointed as the end of punk in a way because after that oh there was the explosion of like simplicity and do it yourself sort of thing right with the ramones with with even Wire um, with Sex Pistols, but those those two mainly, right? The Ramones and Sex Pistols in both front ends of America and the UK. Uh, but then, like, real musicians or, you know, like, not real musicians, but uh, people with a little bit more ambition on the, on the compositional side of things and, and with the packaging side of things, they said, oh, why not explore this to a little bit more you know, to, to, with a little bit more depthness to it. And then your Joy Divisions, your, you know, The Cures, your Smiths, and your and your Television Now, which I do believe Marky Moon, at least, is a post-punk album. You, sh- you shouldn't call that album punk, you know, necessarily. I don't think that's, that's a very, you know. So you have that sh- very short-lived outburst of... of new methods and new um a totally 180 in terms of how music is perceived and produced in american culture and and music culture world uh, like generally everywhere and after that you have like the the hangover from from that it's the styles that i think it's are actually worthy to to talk about more because they had they do have more meat in their bones right because punk in and of itself it's cool and all, but um, I I'd rather talk about stuff like Wire, stuff like you know Talking Heads and stuff like things that 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 have some more imagination to it. And it's very similar to the first forays within hip hop. They the the very early eighties stuff. They can be somewhat rough to 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 consume. They can be very repetitive. They can be very, very, very focused on the rapping in and of itself, and and like punk was focused on this and on the simplicity of it being like the the, the whole point of everything. Uh, when you get some more creative voices and 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 some more some more depth putting into it i don't want to sound disrespectful towards punk because I, I i do admire punk and i love punk very much 
but I do think other styles are more interesting. So why why necessarily wire flag uh, wire flag pink flag from wire it's influential and ahead of its time because it's basically the album that was the predecessor for the whole hardcore hardcore for the whole hardcore uh thing that happened in the 80s and the 90s and and everything that came after this album has to ha- has to pay the respects to all whoever did I don't know the names of people that did the album but they have to pay respect for for what happened here Black Flag uh, Fugazi like Minor Thread even you know every single band that came after what Pink Flag was about has to 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 to, to pay a tribute and hold a candle to those guys because they saw they saw the melodic potential and they saw the punk as something that didn't need necessarily to be every time like aggressive it could be emotional and it it could be quirky as well so i think that's the main the the two main things that wire put into like the the again the word right the eaters the eaters of of punk music is the addition of like a more quirky sense of humor and a more broad sense of of what songwriting could be within punk and more melodic more melodic um a more melodic approach to things which eventually became what the hardcore would lean very much into it just develop itself on the later years of the 80s and it really did and if if you grab like a repeater from fugazi which is a 90, 1991 record right it was released 31 years ago which is exactly my age you can trace exactly what was going on to pink pink flag you know they were very very ahead of their time in the in, in their way i think that's it's commonly known as the as the most influential album in terms of what hardcore will become and emo music will become and everything in between and and you know and after they were the responsibles for you know of course that you can find all the time you can find all but uh Stooges was also very pro punk. Uh Velvet Underground was also very pro punk. You can always trace back and back and back and back and back, right? It's it's kind of how it it's but in a matter of perspective you can say that oh okay, so what kind of what the strokes did for Garage Rock in the two thousands, wire did to the hardcore and also post-punk although not entirely traceable to in post-punk but within hardcore for sure it's a it's a very very um early on and the early the earliness of it it's what scared us the most right because it's very very early it's the it's one year after the first ramones album the guys were already Putting, putting forward what, what would the next 10 years of that genre would be. 
right? And this is quite quite special. Okay, I've I definitely ran out of steam because I, I don't want to keep looking up and seeing like, oh, this track is good, this track is not good. I don't want to overflow with the uh, the the thing. So I I might just do another one, another album, and just you know, I think I think that's a cool idea, right? To to start making like uh, multiple albums in one episode. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if I let's see if I get if I get some. Oh shoot. Uh, let's see if I get something good there. Uh, again. Oh, 198. So 198. That's 100 before. All right. I was listening to this literally today. I was, I swear to God, I was listening to this. Because I've been seeing like a lot of memes. Um, I uh, Should I should I talk about it? I don't know. I... Okay, let me think about it. Let me have a think. Okay, it's a Brazilian album, and it's a Brazilian rap album, which I find both of them are very taxing for me to speak about Brazilian music because there's a lot of ground that I feel like I need to cover. And in a way that, you know, non-Brazilians, it's kind of hard to see if everything is, kind of hard to clearly see if everything is coming through the way that I would like to. Okay. Let me talk about it. If I feel like I'm not making, you know, if I'm not giving enough justice to the album, I, I, I will, I will stop. So, the record it's from an artist called Sabotage. Uh, Sabotage is the correct pronunciation, even though it's a it's an English word. Um, and the title of the album it's Hap a Compromisso, which translates to rap. It's a commitment. Uh, which is one of the songs and one of the mo one of the most per uh, interesting and, and 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 very good songs on the album. I was listening to this today. It's amazing how much of a coincidence that is, right? So I often come back to this album because I think it's the best Brazilian rap album that there is. I will definitely show this to someone that doesn't know anything about it and wants to to at least out of curiosity check you know and again keeping on the brazilian team because i've just talked about uh frank sinatra it's a album that i mean you have to understand portuguese to to fully comprehend because within the beats you know with the beats themselves it's just not something that it's it's run of the mill um 90s production of east coast rap so it's very reminiscent of like Uten Klein and Older Bastard. He mimics the style a little bit of, of ODB, although he is a rapper that holds it, his ground very much. He's a excellent uh, lyricist and he's an excellent figure. He's an excellent character. But he does borrow, he does borrow some, something from ODB, which is like a very, very wild card very very jester like type of rapping but he's very somber he of course reflects a lot of cr criminality and life in the in the like the suburbs that has a lot of drugs and has a lot of crimes with that with with he reflects a lot of on how the common man is affected by that environment 
he and he died from uh, on, on a very young age with only this one album being released. He died uh, in, in a in a criminal altercation. Apparently, he was like maybe being too much of a voice against you know like the 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 drug trafficking and and that sort of thing. He never truly was like uh, he he was in the environment of crimes but he, he he was very sophisticated in the sense that he never truly spoke against or he or at least he saw the, the the life of crime as being something that it's like any other wrong choice that you can make in your life you know it's not about uh, like social pressure or having like a bad luck or you know it, it, like the cliches that can sometimes be attached to uh, justifying what li why a life of crime is chosen instead of like an honest life he doesn't get uh, into those weeds very 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 much because it's it's someone that comes from from the middle of it so he doesn't have any any particular like like the the sociology professor uh professor uh, pro professor type of vision that it can be very muddy and it can be kind of uh, okay bro what, what, you know what what do you know you know uh, sort of thing so he's a very real a very respected um figure in brazilian rap and brazilian music mostly because he died very young i would probably say but he he was he was like very prominent and his stuff was very very played and and he can seem like a character who's not all there in terms of like his mental state, but he was he was very much a a, a, a alert artist and a very very good artist at uh, at being so. So he's by far with with an album that has a lot of like cool features about uh, about uh, from like both Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo um, spearheads of the rap scene, Black Alien and the guys from uh, um, they're all over the place, right? You have like figures from, from Brazilian rap over that album because it was like the mecca of things being made. You know, he, he was regarded as the one of the best to play the game. And he is also a very tragic figure in that in that sense. He was even even an actor, like in one or two movies. Uh, he's famously just one, uh, the Invasor. He plays like a like a like a drug dealer of sorts. I remember, and very clever, very very. I mean, there are like expressions in 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 like the me and my friends use, um, that come straight from this album that like things that you say nowadays in, in in brazilian slang that comes from this album a bunch of those examples it's pretty impossible to translate it here and i don't even remember it has to pop up right in my head but um, and it, it gets blurry if he, it gets blurry easily but he i, I think for sure like as brazilians listening will probably understand zeppo Vinho. I think it's something that he 
that he coined, right? To say just one, it's uh, like a, like a guy who wants to please everybody. It's the is the is the people pleaser kind of like uh, the guys that sucks up to the to the management. You know, that's kind of what he's trying to allude to. Anyway, it's it's so in my opinion one of the best like the only brazilian rap album that actually resonates in a very very deep emotional um uh, emotional sen emotional sense with me i think that i come back to it often like in for a specific reason because it just gives like humbleness and confidence and a sense of humor a i do remember my friends and i do remember i never f like fully listened to this particular album with any of my friends i don't remember necessarily but i do remember that like the feeling of being some in, in sao paulo it's pretty much what this album is about and i do remember like nights out in sao paulo which is a f it's a fun it's a fun city to spend a night a night out and like middle class guys like me the, the like the coolest shit for us is what this album displays as well which is you know it's also plays into the nostalgic sort of sort of thing yeah and i mean if you want to appreciate for the beats and you like old school hip hop beats and also and all sort of stuff and the language doesn't bother you I mean, I listen to French rap sometimes, and it's fine, you know. Uh, I wish I did understand what they were saying, but I don't. But anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a very classy, very soulful as well. The samples that they use is not very heavily sampled, but it it does. It's there. It's old school James Brown sort of sort of thing. It's not very inventive. It it will be interesting. Of of course, it's just tragic that he. He he died so so young. I think it was like thirty five or something like that, something crazy like that. Yeah, he died from gunshots, and in two thousand three, I think it was a bit of it was a big big news. Of the, the of course it was right. Anyway, yeah, I think I made it justice. I think I I will get done with this now. Okay. Yeah, this will be a a, a dual episode then. Because both, uh, yeah, that's it. Goodbye.